Good evening, everyone. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in this evening, whether you're listening to it now or uh, later. This is uh, Jameer. I'm your host, along with uh, Dorothy Carruthers. Um, and thank you for tuning in to Heavenly Places. This evening, we have a very uh, special special guest. Um, I've, I've known him for at least, I would say, 10 years, maybe a little bit longer, or somewhere around that time frame. Dr. Nick Azomer, he is the uh, president and founder of Faith Bible College located in uh, Independence, Missouri. And uh, he just has so many miraculous stories, you know, that I, I could tell or focus on. But this, this year I actually had a chance to, uh, actually I graduated, I got my uh, master's and doctorate degree from the school, one of them. And uh when I was there, there was people who were getting everywhere from a, a GED, associate's, a bachelor's degree, and doctorate degree, and the GED just to support for the people that uh, were graduating. For that, the people who may have issues in high school or things things come up, and that they were able to get a chance to come back and complete that to me, and the support from all the friends and the family and just the school, that, it was just something that just really, really bless me and even words couldn't describe just just to be in the atmosphere like wow if somebody i mean they was cheering up them on just, just as long, just as if they was getting a doctorate degree or, or a bachelor's degree and that was something that just really really just spoke to my spirit um but i i don't want to talk too long i i want to introduce dr nick and let him uh talk and kind of talk about the uh school and and just how he he got involved with it, with it and founded it, and and he also specializes in uh, prayer and deliverance. I've seen him do many deliverance ministries and 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 demons cast out and people uh, get healed. But Dr. Nick, if you can just start with the school and then we, we can uh, go ahead and, into some of the other areas. Okay. Yes, it's Dr. Nick Nichols, and I thank you both for allowing me to uh, to be here on the on the show and uh, it's an honor and a privilege um our school now is uh, going into the 26th year of the uh, bible college uh, god has blessed us so much uh we have we have been able over the years to put over 90 pastors in churches throughout the whole united states and overseas we've we've really been blessed and uh, we just, you know, it's just, it's such an honor to, you know, to to serve and to, to bless people and to see them grow. Uh, the Bible College, uh, I was in sales for almost 20 years. And one day when I was selling a, a, a person a policy, a mighty, mighty woman of God, when I got done and I started to walk out of her house and I got out in the front yard, she came out and followed me and she said, is your business with me complete now? And I said, yes. And I wasn't even saved then. And, and I said, yes. And she said, okay, young man. She said, now God's business is going to take over. She said, you can run and you can hide, but God's got his hand on you. And he's going to make a mighty thing through you that you're going to do for the Lord. And I walked away thinking, oh, well, 
that maybe will happen and maybe it won't. And it wasn't, but a few months later I got saved and um, I accepted the Lord in my life. That's been over 40 years ago. And uh, it wasn't, you know, I, I, I served the Lord for a while, kept on working in sales. And then uh, the Lord laid on my heart, you need to go to Bible college. So I started in Bible college and uh, I went through uh, two or three different Bible colleges where I got degrees in two or three Bible colleges. And in the last Bible college, the the Lord, the Lord said, you're going to start a Bible college. And uh, the man that I was under at the time, I said, can you help me? And can I be under your big organization? And it's a big organization nationwide. And he said, no. He said, uh, you can't do that. We, we don't do that. He said, I have exclusive rights on everything. So I left, and uh, the Lord just laid on my heart and said, you're going to start a Bible college. And I had about, I don't know, I had went to Bible college and pretty much had given everything away. Didn't have hardly any money, you know, maybe less than $50. And I said, Lord, how am I going to do this? The Lord said, you're not, I am. And the next thing you know, the Lord told me, he said, you're going to use your training. I've been training you for 20 years on the in sales. He said, you're going to go to three of the pastors that you know and ask them to talk to your to their people. And I went to them and I said, can I talk to your people about the Bible college? And they said, uh, the pastor said, yes, you can, but you're not, you, we're not going to allow you any time in the church to do it. You're going to have to go to their house. And so I started going to houses and I started enrolling people in a Bible college and uh, had 12 or 15 people enrolled. Nobody had any money. And then I, and I didn't have any money. And then I, I went to a house of of a man by the name of Kevin and Ellie Johnson and uh, at the time, and uh, Kevin said, boy, this sounds like something we really want to sew into. And he looked at his wife, and they went back in the bedroom, brought out a $500 check and put it in my hand. And they said, we want to definitely be so into this and be a part of this. I said, okay. So here I had I had this check in my hand, had no material no place to start the Bible college and uh, no accreditation at the time and, and needed all of that. So I said, Lord, now what do I do? And the Lord said, call the accrediting commission that you were, were under through this, this man who was the chancellor of my last Bible college. And I called him and the, uh, the man said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but we don't accredit anybody for two or three years after they've been a Bible college. And I started to hang up. He said, what's your name, by the way? I said, my name is Dr. Nick Nichols. And he said, are you the one that graduated from this college over here? He said, you did almost all the work over there. You did transcripts and everything for that college. I said, yes, I volunteered completely to do that and complained a little bit at the time because, <laughs> because, uh, because of that. And he said, I'll be up there Monday morning to talk to you. And he came in and accredited us, you know, gave us, a, 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 what do you call them, not total accreditation, but he put us into the accreditation program at that point. And uh, it was just a miracle. But then we didn't have a building. And the man that I was under at the time, the pastor, I said, I'd like to use the upstairs. And he said, no. 
you can't do that. So I went out to find a building, and the lowest we could find is about twelve to $1,500. God said, don't tell them you're going to take it until Thursday. And I said, okay, Lord, why? He said, just do what I said. And Wednesday when I went to church, the pastor was up on the pulpit, and he was fidgeting all over the place, and he sent one of the elders down there, and he said, tell Dr. Nick not to leave. I want to talk to him after service. And he called me after service, and he said, how long are you going to need that upstairs? I said, just one night a week to start. He said, okay, but you make an offering to the church based upon what comes in. And I said, that'll be fine. So then I had a building, and uh, but we still didn't have any material. And one of the ladies was a uh, was a cleaner for a big, giant building. And she said, uh, I'm going to go talk to the building managers. And they said, well, you know, it doesn't cost any money on our copy machine. We just pay a fee, one fee a month for everything. And they said, if he will bring his own paper and come in around midnight, when you clean the building, we will let him run whatever he wants to run. And we ran all of our books that we had. I'd written some books and all, and we ran our books at that point. And that's what gave us our material to start. So God God just opened door after door after door for us with the oh. Bible College. You know, it's just, it was miracle after miracle, you know, from, it, it, it just looked impossible. But nothing's impossible with God. And that's why, that's why I love the, 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 you know, I've been studying the old-time faith healers for over 30 years. Uh, we've had mm-hmm. mighty deliverance services. We've, uh, we've seen people healed, come out of wheelchairs. We've seen all kinds of mighty miracles. And uh, God, God just, uh, he just, he blesses. When you, if, you, if you believe God can do anything, anything, there's nothing impossible with God, but we just have to believe. When the Bible college okay. started, uh, am I okay? Keep on talking. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Uh, when the Bible college started, all of a sudden, people were coming in, like Paul Norcross, who's uh, uh, equal to a Benny Hinn, and uh, Mary Kay Baxter, who wrote Divine Revelation of Heaven and Hell, and they all came in to be a part of our Bible college and to get their degrees and to graduate, and uh, Jerry Stout, who's Jack Hayford's right arm in the Foursquare Gospel, the number two man, they all graduated from our Bible college. And one day I was just sitting in my office after a couple years, and I said, Lord, I don't understand it. I said, I'm not even able to carry these people's shoes, but yet you're sending them in here to the Bible college to finish their degrees and to... And, and to uh, to get, you know, to get this degree. And a lady by the name of Madeline Douglas, who's still with me, she's taught for 26 years, she came into my office and she said, Dr. Nick, I don't know what you're asking God. But she said, I'm going to tell you what God said to tell you. And I said, what is that? She said, God said to tell you he's gathering his eagles at Faith Bible College. They're not chasing a degree. The degree is chasing them. But it's your job to get them that piece of paper where they can even open more doors and go a little bit higher. We've been doing that ever since, you know, with, uh, with the Bible college, God just sends in, just sends in mighty warriors all the time. I'm just amazed at the people that come in. 
that have come in and that come into Faith Bible College, you know, and I just, I sit in awe, even 26 years later, I sit here and I say, Lord, you know, um, believe the people that you send to us, you know, and, and the mighty warriors of God. So the God has done miracles. I've been brought back from the dead three times. The Lord, the the Lord saved my life three times. I had a, uh, uh, back in 2001, I had a super staph infection. They cut three, or pardon me, five holes in my body. They told my wife, Eva, at the time, they said uh, on Friday, said he he won't live till Monday. And they put me in the death room at uh, Truman Medical Center, and they wouldn't do anything. And uh, one lady who was a Pentecostal doctor in her 50s, and she was full Indian also. She believed not only in the healing power of God, but she had the Indians, you know, the Indian bag and all that with her. She was quite an interesting doctor. Uh, she was mm-hmm. sitting at home. The Lord told her, said, go to Truman Medical Center where you're getting your doctorate degree, you're, you know, where you're, where you're becoming a, an MD, and go there and, and seek out this man. And she said, Lord, I, she told the Lord, she said, Lord, I don't do that. She said, I don't go at night. I can't see that well. And God told her, you're going to go. She walked into the Truman Medical Center, walked to the second floor, walked straight to my room. Every doctor in the hospital refused to touch me. She opened the door. Her name was Dr. Garcia. And she said, she said, do, do you, what's going on with you? And I said, doc, I don't know but I feel like I'm going to bust wide open with all this in, inside of me, this, this infection. And I said, but it's okay because I know the Lord and I'll either, I'll either get healed or go home. She wheeled out of that room and found a doctor that would operate on me. Dr. Ellison was his name. I'll never forget it. And they operated on me three times on the second time I died on the hospital bed. I died in the hospital, in the surgical room and they brought me back. The third time, Dr. Ellison said, I'm going to keep him awake because I'm scared to put him under the anesthetic again. He said, I'm going to dip the infection out of him. And I passed out. But before I passed out, the head nurse in there said, I know you're a pastor, but you can go ahead and cuss God. It's okay. Nobody's here but us. And I thought to myself, this is like Job. And I started praising God. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I passed out, and I ended up back in the room. And when I got back to the room, the uh, Dr. Ellison came in, and he was talking to my wife. And he said, I don't understand it. He said, I had my hands inside of him. He had cut big holes in me. He said, I was dipping the infection out, and he's still full of infection. But we just ran a test, and the test said there ain't a drop left in his body. And I looked at him, and I said, that's the healing power of the God that I serve than Jesus Christ and the Lord. And I said, he's touched and healed me. And Dr. Ellison liked to tore the door off when he went out of that room, you know. And uh, when I oh. came back, I said, there 18 or 20 days. And when I came back to the hospital, I said, I'm here to see Dr. Ellison for the follow-up. They said, no, you're going to see Dr. Ring. And I said, no, I'm going to see Dr. Ellison. I said, Dr. Jesus, Dr. Garcia, and Dr. Ellison, in that order, saved my life. And they said, well, you're going to sit there, young man, a long time because Dr. Ellison is not here anymore. 
And I said, okay, I just want to know one thing. I said, where is he? They said he was on loan to this hospital. I said, when did he come in? The very day that I was admitted to the hospital, he came into that hospital, and he was there for 30 days, and he was the only doctor that would touch me to save my life. And I believe with all my heart, God placed him there for me. He went yeah. back to California, was on loan to the hospital for 30 days. Isn't that amazing? So, and there was a Catholic, a Catholic, wonderful Catholic nun who was over the hospital as a, uh, she was the, uh, what do you call it? She was the, the lady who went and prayed for all the people, you know. She stuck her head mm-hmm. in my door when I was about to die, and she said, I'm Catholic. Do you want prayer? I said, Sister, if you can touch God, I want prayer from anybody. And she said, Our Father who art in heaven, and prayed that prayer over me. When I got healed, sister and brother, when I got healed, she came back in my room. She kicked that door open, laid her hands on me, and she said, Thank you, God, for healing him in Jesus' name. And she was never the same. She was she turned turned out to be a dynamo for that hospital. But God God used me, wow. I believe, her wide open and quit worrying about what denomination she was and worrying about instead worry about what God you serve. Amen. And so and go ahead, Doc. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you said lots I know Dorothy has some questions, but Dr. Nick, I just wanted to ask this one question, actually a couple of questions, but the question is, you, you didn't, like, you was, like, really a really successful insurance salesman, but you, you and you were selling, like, you were doing, like, million-dollar deals, and you just gave that all up. For God, is that, is that that's correct, right? <laughs> yes, I I actually led the nation for, for uh, American National, Southwestern Life, several companies, and uh, I was the number one agent out of 5,000 agents. I led the – Eva and I traveled. We uh, we won trips to Hawaii twice, to Switzerland, to Japan, to London, all over the world. We won trips, and uh, God God had me. My one, my one goal, my one goal, have I got time to share a little bit on that? So, yes, please, please do. Okay. Uh, I'll try to do it quickly. My my one goal was to be vice president in an insurance company's home office. Well, I got promoted from Kansas City to Oklahoma City, and then God, I know it was God, but the door got shut down there. But the man that I was with that company and led the nation, he knew how 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 I was good in sales. He called me and flew me into Dallas. He said, here's the whole state of Texas. He said, pick a spot. He said, but if I was you, I'd take Waco. And I said, why? He said, because you can go 100 miles in each direction, and you can build a fortress down there. And I did that, and I built uh, down in Waco, Texas. And uh, 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 But the thing about it was every person, every person that I hired in Waco. Now, I was a man who was smoking and drinking and cussing. I didn't know anything about, you know, God. And every person I hired was a Pentecostal preacher. I couldn't <laughs> hire any but Pentecostal preachers. And they all came in, and they were praying for me. 
and I'd stand up in a meeting and cuss and scream and everything else, and then they'd go out in the cell, but they were praying for my salvation at the same time. And the company sent me to Washington, D.C., to the biggest organization they had. And the man told me, that man who was going to be senior vice president, said, I'm going to bring you in as in a year's time as my partner in the home office if you go to Washington and put this big organization together up there because it's the best we got, but it's falling apart. And I went up there to do that, and you know what? God had his hand on it because this man who was senior vice president got fired. And when he got fired, Mm. the president attacked me because I was one of his people. And the next thing you know, I ended up back in Kansas City and got saved. And I believe that's (laughs) God because it would have never happened otherwise except God shut the door. You know, and he, and he, he he opened the door to to do what he wanted me to do. But everything that I learned in insurance sales, God has used in building this Bible college. He taught me how to talk to people. He taught me how to read people. He taught me how to, to approach people, how to, you know, to, to, to be humble. And, and if somebody has a problem to solve it, you know, not just push it away, but, but keep them satisfied and solve it. I tell people all the time, Doc, I say, you know what? If I said it and it's wrong, I will still stand by it. I will never, ever, ever go back on my word of what I've said to you. If I quote you something wrong or I do something wrong, uh, I'll stand by it. And we've done that for 26 years because we don't want any enemies. We want everybody to be to be friends, not enemies. So we do everything we can. The high school side, which you mentioned, by the way, uh, we graduated 20-some-odd 20, 20 high school students this year, 25 last year. We don't give them a GED. We, get, we go through them with a, we're under ACE with a full high school diploma. We get their transcript, look at what they've done when they dropped out, and then we bring them up to the amount of courses they need for the state level to get a full high school diploma so that they can then go on, they can then go on to college, you know, or whatever they want to do, nursing or whatever. And we also are able to use our electives. We have six or seven electives that we're able to give them. And on the elective side, when they, if they want to go on with us for an associate degree, then we count those seven electives. They're a third of the way into their associate degree when they graduate high school. So we bless them that way also. Uh, uh, our high school, we, we pretty much just give it away. God blesses us. We only charge them $25 a credit and uh, so that they can afford they can afford to get their high school diploma and they can afford to come to school. And uh, our high school is something that, and that's also overseas. We're over in a, we're over a, we've got over a hundred locations overseas. We just opened up Geneva, Switzerland. We've got four in four, four giant extensions in Cuba. We just graduated 80 people in Cuba, in Uganda and Rwanda and Africa. We graduated 60 or 70 people. Um, 
we're in the Congo. We graduated people in in uh, the Philippines. We've graduated people in India. Uh, God has just blessed us all over Southeast Asia, Australia, uh, London, uh, Paris. You know, God is God has just taken our extensions all over the world, and we charge nothing for any overseas extension because most of them can't afford anything. You know, except for like wow. one or some, but all the all the Africa and and the Philippines and places like that, they they just don't have a lot of money. Cuba, Cuba doesn't have hardly anything, you know. But uh, so we we furnish all the material and everything to them and get them through their degrees. We don't ask for anything. Our student base here uh, helps us maintain and be able to do that with the amount of money. All of our teachers that are here at the Bible College are volunteers. They've been volunteering, some of them, for 26 years. And this this is their ministry, to come in and teach for us volunteers. In fact, there was an organization came through was going to teach people how to to uh, to get volunteers. And I got to talking to them at lunchtime, and they had me up there teaching. He said, there ain't no reason for me to teach with you. He said, because anybody that could put something together like you have, he said, I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you have got all these teachers volunteering. You know, I said, because they see the vision. And the vision is to help people. The vision is to bless people. And that's what we're doing. They're, they're, they're volunteering as a ministry. And it also helps them because they're able to put on their resumes they're teaching for a college or a university. And that that opens up a lot of doors for them. We've had people that have been promoted in their jobs and everything uh, for that. And with degrees, you know, people say, well, with a Christian degree, you don't always open the door. That's that's not true. God wants to open that door. God opens that door for them, I guarantee you. We've had people working for the IRS promoted, the police department promoted, and and school districts promoted, and everything else. Places where they said they can't be done, it's 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 done. God God, if God wants to open the door, He opens the door, and and we we've, we've had that happen in in so many different situations. But once in a while, He'll shut a door, and and it's it's because He doesn't want them to, you know to do that and he'll open a different door. So we uh we're we're but we're we're totally totally blessed. We uh we we have we're privately accredited which we want to stay that way. We don't want to be hooked into the government in any way, but we have a big brother or Roberts University Educational Fellowship is like a big brother to us and they help take care of us as well as ACE, you know, and uh um you know, we we're just totally blessed. God, God opens doors, and uh, He does things for us that people think is you know is it's almost impossible, but nothing's impossible with God. And we run a full deliverance service on uh, Friday night and Sunday, but mostly on Friday night. I have people that come in all the time. They're full of demons. They're into witchcraft. They're they're uh, brides of Satan. I mean, we've seen it all over the last 30 years. I've been in the deliverance ministry. I've studied deliverance for 30 years. And uh, I have every 
every every old time faith healing book that you could possibly think of, from A. A. Allen to Jack Coe to William Branham to to uh, right on down the line to uh, John Alexander Dewey to you know you just name it, Marie Woodsworth Eder, Catherine Coleman, you know, right on down the line, all the mighty generals of God. I've studied all their lives. I have a library. I have a library on on all of them books that you couldn't get now for for probably a million dollars I have in my personal library. I've studied them all. And, uh, in fact, just recently we had a couple miracles happen Sunday in our, in our service Sunday, because one of my old time friends, if you can believe this, gave me a original chair out of Jack Coe's tent meeting back in the 1930s. And Jack oh, wow. was mighty man of God, and uh, we put that chair into our service. I told him, "Come up, the anointing never quits. When God puts the anointing on something, it never quits." And this particular chair, the man who gave it to me said there was mighty miracles that had happened under the tent in this chair. And I told the people, I said, "Come up, and just put your hand on it, and claim it in the name of Jesus." And we've seen healings happen. One man touched the chair, fell down on the ground, and demons, you know, started foaming out of his mouth. God delivered him right there without anybody touching him or anything, just because when he touched that chair and he claimed it in the name of Jesus that he wanted to be free, God set him free. And that happened Sunday. It was just a powerful, powerful service. And, uh, God, God, just, you know, Jack Coe was a man, if you study Jack Coe, he was a man who went to New York and they told him, they said, you can't, you can't have your tent meeting because we've passed a law that the pastor's up there. They didn't want anybody under his tent. They said, we passed a law that you can't practice medicine without a license. And they told Jack Coe, they threw him in jail. And they told him, and then uh, Billy Graham and Oral Roberts and all went up there and got him out of jail. That night, there was 20,000 people under the tent, and they called the National Guard out. And they told him, they said, I've got it on tape. They said, Jack Coe, if you lay hands on one person, they said, we're going to put you so far in jail the next time up here in New York, you won't get out. And he stood up there and preached, brother and sister, and he said, if you think the God I serve, needs me to touch anybody and lay my hands on anybody he said you're so mistaken he said in the name of jesus he said put your hand on your sickness and everybody under that tent he said raised his hands and he said in the name of jesus be healed and people come out of wheelchairs uh, back braces there's a that tent had a whole wall of a hundred different uh back braces canes wheelchairs People got healed everywhere. You know, God God is a miracle-working God. And at the end of that service, on the tape I have, it shows his people outside the tent kneeling with some of the National Guard, bringing them to Jesus, leading the National Guard to Jesus Christ. So that's, that's God's power. Wow. You know, that's the authority that we have we have that authority if we just understand we are vessels of god we're 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 vessels of god 
God uses us as a point of contact. And as that point of contact, whether it be at the college, when we're teaching and helping people, or whether it be in the ministry, when we're preaching or or, or using, you know, deliverance or whatever, we're, we're a point of contact for God. We're not God. We're just a vessel, just like Catherine Coleman used to say. She said, I don't care. She said, don't call me a minister. Don't call me a prophet. Don't call all I am is a vessel of God. And she said, that's all I am. And then she would, she would just call out the Holy Spirit, touch people, and people get healed everywhere. She was just a humble vessel of God. And that's what we've tried to always make here at Faith Bible College with our teachers and with everybody here. We've, we've always said we've got to be humble. We've got to give God all the glory. When I see miracles in our service and all, I'm preaching, I always tell them, they'll say, boy, Dr. Nick, you're a power. I know, don't you say that. Don't you say that. I said, I return every rose back to God. Don't you say that? Because that's when that's when people get in trouble in the ministry and everything else, when they think that they're they're powerful. No, it's not about us, but it's about God. And when you when you give the praise and the yes. glory to God, then you don't have a problem. When you start taking that praise and glory yourself, then you're gonna get a you're gonna get in a problem. So I tell them, Don't you do that. Don't don't you praise me. All I am is a vessel. All I do is follow what God me to do. And if he does those miracles, then we give all the glory back to him. Amen. Uh, I think, Dorothy, did you have a question? Was you about to ask a question? I'm just, pardon me, I am in awe of his testimony. Um, I love it when Father opens doors so wide. You know, there's no missing it. You know, just yeah. walk on through. Yeah. But um, I was wondering, this sounds like a lovely college that I wish was around when I was of college age because I didn't get to go to college, you know, before all this, oh, we'll give you all these loans thing, which is a blessing. But. I was wondering if you're doing anything online. Well, yes, uh, uh, Sister Dorothy. What we do is um, we have uh, over 300 correspondence classes where we send we send the people the material, and in the in the material is the homework and the midterm and the final, and they can do the course at home. They flow right through it. And then they just send us back the midterm and final, and we grade that. And we call them and give them their grade, and then they can go on. They can go all the way from the associate, bachelor, master, doctorate degree. That way they don't have to come to class if they don't want to. They can do it all. We call it correspondence. They can do it all correspondence, and we let them do it at their own pace. We don't ever, we don't ever close the door like a lot of colleges will say, you got to do it within two months, or you got to do it within 30 days, or you got to do it within whatever. We don't ever do that. If somebody takes six months or a year to complete a course, that's fine. If they take three weeks, that's fine. We let them work at their own pace, and uh, uh, we never we never shut the door. We charge $35 a credit hour. We haven't raised our price in in probably 10 or 15 years now. 
so each course for three credit hours is one hundred and thirty dollars. So we're we're in the we're in the we're in the the college. I don't want to say business, but we're in the ministry, the college ministry to to bless people. So we keep the prices down where they can come and they can pay as they go. And when they get through, they don't owe anything. Uh, they're able to buy one course at a time or two courses at a time. We graduate people in their 50s and 60s and 70s. We graduated one lady was 87 years old, and she was in a nursing home, and it was his mother. And she couldn't even walk up on the platform when she got her bachelor degree. And so we walked down and gave it to her. And she stuck her cane up in the air, and she said, I got them now. And, <laughs> and we didn't know what she was talking about. She went back to the nursing home, and Mike, the, my, my teacher, Dr. Mike, he said, you know what she's done so far in this last year? I said, no. He said, in that nursing home, she's led almost 15 people to Jesus. He said she hung wow. that degree on her little room, and she told them, she said, now I – I have the credentials to talk to you, and you're going to listen. And, and, <laughs> and she used it to, to win, win people for the Lord, and she did that for a couple, three years before God take, took her home. And so we've we've had them in all different age groups. Mary Kay Baxter was in her, you know, she's in heaven now, but she was in her 60s when uh, when she came to uh, came to the Bible College and got her degree. We uh, we we work with people all the time, and we we have extensions on in the United States also. You know where they actually go to class. We have extensions in uh, in Kansas and in uh, Arizona and in uh, California and in New York, and and uh, we have extensions in Atlanta, Georgia, and Texas, and you know different places throughout the United States. I think we got about twenty five or 30 extensions now in the United States. We just keep, you know, God grows us on that. And they don't all operate all the time because, you know, sometimes they'll operate for four, five, six years, and they'll take a break for a year or two, and then they'll start back again, you know. And uh, But they're in-class students that are extensions through us, and we we share everything with them. We share, uh, we share the revenue and everything with them is uh, – you know they charge the price and and we make sure they have the teachers you know that are qualified usually the pastor and and they'll usually have one or two people that's you know has degrees that are able to teach or they'll go through our college and then get the degree to teach and uh, we split all the revenue with them so that it blesses the church you know or the ministry as well as blessing us so we we're uh and we've been we've been blessed. In fact, there's a there's a story there because the lady, the lady who was who was a uh, uh, my teacher in my last Bible college, Doctor Doctor Melvina Ruffin. She's in her 90s now. She was saved under A. A. Allen, uh, African American lady saved under A. A. Allen, baptized in the same tank with the white folks. She'll tell you that in a heart. <laughs> 1950s. And I call her mom. And she calls me son. But she, I told her when we started the college, I needed teachers. And I went to her and I said, Mom, I said, you taught me in Bible college. I said, I need you to teach. She said, I'm too old. And I said, no, you're not too old. And that's back when she was, you know, almost 70. And I said, no, you're not. I said, I need you to teach for me. 
So she came and taught for me for one year, and she came into my office, and she said, son, she said, I've got a vision. Now, this is in 70, and I said, what's the vision? She's got a church down on 33rd in Indiana, Miracle Temple. She said, the Lord told me I'm going to be an extension for you. And I said, what's that? I didn't have any extensions or anything at the time. She said, you're going to let me start a college down there under you, and, oh, and you can oversee it, and I, and I will be an extension for you. And that started all these extensions and everything we have because of a mighty woman of God listened to God, and, and God told her, you go to Dr. Nick and you tell him, you're going to have an extension. And that opened all the extensions up that we've had ever since, all from, from somebody just obeying God. You know, I had no, no intention or no idea of opening extensions all over the world until that happened with her. Wow, that is amazing. I would have never known. Wow. One one prayer warrior, one mighty woman of God. Uh, Doctor Doctor Nick, you said you said so so many wonderful things uh this evening, but I I wanna ask you uh actually uh, there's three more things. Um one of them is uh what would you say is uh the the key to like having like miracles or healings, miracles or healings, like people who like are uh, some people here they need miracle, financial miracles that are listening, or they might listen later on, or, or some people they need like healing in their body, and also you can pray, do a prayer too, um, for for that for those types of things. And the other other one is uh, if someone wants to uh, enroll in a college or find out more information. Like you have like a phone number or address or email or any way that can contact you through like YouTube or social media or, or anything like that. Yes, we have a website, www.faithcollege, not Bible college, but www.faithcollege.org that they, they can uh, go through. And then we also, uh, you know, they can call Faith Bible College, uh, uh, area code 816 Two five two seven seven one zero. They can email us uh, on the website. It'll show our email, which is f underscore b underscore c at sbcglobal.net, and they can get a hold of us, and we'd be glad to talk to them, and you know, and get them going. Uh, they don't have to come to class; they can do correspondence. Uh, and, and we would be honored to, you know, to work with anybody. We also do, we also have life experience. Now, life experience, we can give so many credits, life experience. If somebody has been a mighty pastor and they've served in the pulpit for 20 years or 30 years or, or like Sister Dorothy radio program or, you know, they've done the ministry all these years, we can give them so many credits for that to help them get to their goal. And uh, we can't do, we, we have to be within the guidelines, of, you know, the crediting commissions and all, but we can do up to 30 credits life experience. And then we also look at the credits of all the other colleges and and things that they've, they've uh, seminars and retreats maybe that they've been through. And we try to, we try to help get them to their goal uh, without having them do things over again, 
Okay, so we we would we would be honored to, you know, to to talk to anybody about that. Uh, and uh, what I want to answer the question you asked me about uh, when when we're talking about deliverance and we're talking about healing, I tell people all the time, it's it's not just your faith, but you have to be willing to pray through and hook into God's faith because God's faith never fails. So when you want your healing, you ask God for his faith to be hooked in with your faith so that then you can receive your healing. And we have, we have had mighty miracles happen because of that, because people, it's not by my faith only but it's by me hooking into God's faith. And that's also why we have people that I say point of contact. Or Roberts, his point of contact was his right hand. He had to lay hands on every single person, 10,000 people under the tent, and he laid hands on everyone. He prayed till he dropped with people and saw mighty, mighty miracles. You know, each person, Marie Woodsworth Edder, would just raise her hands in the air. And when she got done preaching, she would just simply say, get ready. And she would say, I apply the blood of Jesus Christ. And the power of God would hit the tent, would hit the building, Mm. and people would get killed everywhere. Each person, God gave a special thing, just like he gave to Peter with his shadow and Paul with his aprons. It went out to heal the people. God gives people a certain anointing uh, in a certain way. Catherine Coleman just stuck her finger, one finger up in the air, and she could just feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And God would tell her, he'd say, call it out. I'm getting ready to heal backs, or I'm getting ready to heal feet, or I'm getting ready to, to heal cancer or whatever. And she would call it out. And people would get healed of that particular thing all over the building. You know, uh, each person, God gave something special to, you know. And uh, But we have to be very careful. And that's what I was telling you when I said we have to always give the glory back to God. Because you can, you can look at some of the faith healers, like John Alexander Dewey. John Alexander Dewey built the, built the whole town of Zion outside Chicago. He had a church of 18,000 people, ran it for 20 years. Hardly anybody ever died. He raised them back from the dead. I mean, he was a powerhouse for God. You study him. I mean, people talk about it to this day. But then one day he walked in and he said, I'm Elijah that came back from the dead. You see, you've got to be so careful. Yes. Give God the glory. You do not take the glory. You give the glory to God. You always, I, I just... I come back in my office after I'm preaching, I see miracles, and I just say, Lord, I return every rose to you, every rose to you. And I just I just tell the Lord, I said, every rose goes back to you. I don't want anything. I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be built up with anything. I'm just a man. I'm just a point of contact. I'm just a vessel that you use. I hope that answers your question. Oh, yes, 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 it does. Um, well, I was going to have you say a prayer. Unless Dorothy, you have any other questions you want to ask or anything? Or no, I just 
I, I'm just, I want him on all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I bet he got, he, he's got so many teachers. I've actually uh, been in some of his classes. I've been to some of his services and, it's just like like a, a spiritual encyclopedia of just just not like some churches you go to you just you can get a whole lot of information, but every everything is like with with the Holy Spirit with with anointing with love, all the time all the time with him you know so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to, if he if he had the time to schedule you if he wanted to do a teaching once a month or like or whatever oh, that, his schedule for me that you know? would be so. <laughs> Totally awesome, and if if I can do anything, as and, and I'm small, but if I can do anything, just let me know. You know, Jameer has my contact information if you want it. I'm not going to force myself on you, <laughs> although I want I'm, you. I'm going to be a good girl. <laughs> okay, well, I would love to have that, and I will talk with him, and you uh, Put together, and I would love to pray if you have time for, yes, for that. I'd yes. love to say a prayer, you know, and uh, I believe that, um, you know, as I say, I believe we're we're just vessels, but but uh, I believe that God, God is all powerful, and that He can do anything. And so I just say, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, any any person listening to us today, to the three of us, or to what has been said. I ask you, Lord, just to release their faith, to touch your faith, Lord. And through their faith and your faith, Lord, heal them in the name of Jesus. Any person that's that's wanting to be healed, Father, I believe you can heal them all. I believe that you can touch them all. And financial blessing, anybody who's wanting a financial blessing or they're looking at looking and saying, Lord, I don't know how how I'm going to deal with this or how I'm going to make this. Lord, you are a way maker. You make the way. You open the doors. You said, I guarantee you, you will never go hungry or begging for bread. And I promise you, when you can't walk, I'll carry you. And I know, Lord, that you will do that on each and every person, on every financial, every healing, every deliverance that that is needed to be. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we speak it right now. We believe it and we stand on it, Lord. We believe without a doubt. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are everything. Without a doubt that you will, you will hear the words of your servants, of your three servants here. And you said, if any two shall agree, it shall be done. And we believe and stand on the fact that you will do and you will touch the lives of people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, I'd like to thank uh, you, Doc, Dr. Uh, Nick, for uh, teach, teaching and giving this presentation and be, being, a, being a humble servant of our, our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And thank uh, Dorothy for letting us have this podcast, the 70 Places podcast. Thank you for everyone who was... Uh, who was tuning in and listening, and uh, we will uh, talk with you guys, or or you guys will hear us next time, I guess. And um, yes, uh, God bless you all. All right, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, everyone. Good night, Father. Bless. All right, thank you. <laughs>